Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Bo Bascoro. This is Shay Altered. Hey, this is Andrew. And this is Laura Mororoco Code. This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern. This is Maliki. And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Happy 2019, everybody. It is so good to be back. I'm your host, Luke Neal. This is KSFL LP Portland. Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. Good things ahead for this year. 2019 feels good to me already. I want to start off with a bang. I've got Sarah Wild back in studio. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. here. Uh, Was very excited to hear that you had new music in the works and... um, I had the opportunity kind of on the side to work with Janelle, your producer, and I was telling you before we went on there, a couple of weeks ago, he couldn't stop raving about these songs, and he was right. I got them from you this week, and they are stellar folks in the second hour. We've got uh, the radio debut, I'm assuming, yes, yeah. of Underworld. Uh, we're going to dissect that thing and break it down, uh, but first we're going to be checking out some of Sarah's current influences, catching up with what she's been doing in 2018, and uh, dig into all things Sarah Wild, because this Friday you have a a really cool show coming up. Uh, I wasn't familiar with this venue. It's a free show. It's the Underworld uh, EP release that's taking place at the Stardate Tavern. Uh, mm-hmm. Where is that thing? So it's on Foster uh, in Southeast, and I've also never been there. Um, I was. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. The you know we were kind of hoping to have a big release show at Dante's, and uh, things kind of fell apart. And I was in Europe with Fox and Bones, and so I was just like, I just need a place for this show. I want it to be feel packed. So I was like looking at all these small venues. Um, and we just ended up going, I, we, I knew that we were going to play with the strike because that was always the plan. We were going to have like a female fronted rock night. And so they recommended the star day and, um, we reached out and you know, they're, they have a kind of a different way of doing things. They pay their bands off the bar sales instead of from cover. And so our idea was kind of like, okay, it's a free show, get as many people through the door drinking. Hopefully they'll buy the music and they'll buy merch and, um, and it'll just be a party. And so, and it's a small place. So I think like we can get a good amount of people out there, make it feel packed and we'll just like burn the house down. It's going to be a party. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time I saw you was at uh, secret society. Was that your last Portland show? Um, let's see. We played actually at Kelly's Olympian in May last year. And then we okay. did a big Seattle show, um, with Marsalis, which was awesome. We played at the high dive in Seattle and I love that venue so much. They're fantastic. Oh my gosh. And yeah, they're, they put on, it was crazy because they played with us at, at secret society. Marsalis did, and they kind of did their, like they were rocking, but they did their, what they considered their stripped down set. And so when they played in Seattle, they had like lights and backing tracks. And it was just like this. I felt like I was at a stadium show and I'm Mm. like, Oh my God, like no wonder these guys are huge here. Like this is like, such a production, you know? Yeah, and what so a compliment. It was definitely an honor to play on that stage with them. That's so rad. Uh, well, yeah, you mentioned it just before. You're going to be selling merch uh, on this Friday's show. Uh, we have some stellar merch to give away. Sarah brought in a copy of her brand new EP, Underworld, signed it. So we're going to be giving that away in the second hour. 
In the first hour, we've got a, a text to win, an email to win for uh, tickets to the Portland Folk Festival that's coming back up in February. We're going to get details on all of that. But first, wanted to hop into some of the songs that Sarah brought in for our PDX Spotlight playlist. Uh, Cage the Elephant, I want to start this thing off. Uh, I think this track's 12 years old now, something like that. Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. It could be released today and totally relevant. Uh, I love this song. Why did it make our list tonight? Um, I can't. I think kind of for that reason, because I feel like there has been a resurgence of this song, like getting played in commercials and things. And I feel like I'm hearing it for the first time again. And for a second, I had to check and I was like, this is an older song, right? right? Like, and they're just, but it's just with that kind of like gritty vibe that I love, like it's just kind of a classic track for that. So yeah, timeless. And they were ahead of their time when this came out and it does, it's kind of got that cool uh, Delta Blues slide hook thing that's going on. Uh, once again, Sarah Wilde is in studio with us tonight on Sounds of PDX. We've got her influences and then the entirety of the Underworld EP in the second hour, the radio debut of that. Uh, here it is, her first influence of the night, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Kate Elevant here on PRP. That is Cage the Elephant here on Portland Radio Project, an influence of Sarah Wilde, my special guest. Uh, so glad that you're back here. It's always a pleasure to uh, get a taste of the new music and dig into it before we share it with the fans. Uh, but before we do that, let's take a look back at your 2018. You were busy with, uh, obviously, Fox and Bones. We spoke late last year about that. Um, but behind the scenes, what's happening with the Sarah Wilde Project when you're off doing the Fox and Bones thing? Yeah, you know... Um it was it was a weird year for Sarah Wilde because full disclosure in May we had just gotten back from four months on the road you know Scott and I Fox and Bones we'd moved on to the road in February um, and then we came home in May basically so that Scott could play Portland's prom with just people and I had a couple shows here um, like I mentioned one in Portland one in Seattle over Memorial Day weekend last year and just like. The, and then we were in the studio for Fox and Bones for two weeks during that time. And so May like felt so crazy that like as I was getting ready for these Sarah Wilde shows, I was like, I think I can't do Sarah Wilde anymore. Like I'm so stressed. I'm like not looking forward to it. I was really feeling like overwhelmed. And I think just of the thought of doing more things and performing at this magnitude with Sarah Wilde. And so we kind of just like got it together. And I just like, was like, I guess I'll just do it. And then the Kelly's Olympian show was amazing. And it was so much, there's so much energy and so many great people there. And I remembered, I was like, no, like this is like, I love doing this. This is so much fun. This is a great outlet for me. And we have these six awesome songs that really truly personify like what I always meant Sarah Wilde to be and haven't like put into the world yet. Um, and I was like, we need to record these. Like that's the only way to keep the momentum of this project going is to get these songs out. And I think the initial goal had been, you know, to come to Janot with a full album, but, um, we just haven't had much time to write. And so I was like, you know what? These six songs are great. I'll do another EP. This will be like the EP that like can show people who Sarah Wilde is. Cause the last one was kind of a hodgepodge of different genres. I didn't end up putting the whole thing even on Spotify. Cause I wasn't sure if I wanted that to be under the Sarah Wilde name. And so this is kind of, this was kind of it. And I was like, if I don't do this, I'm just gonna be sitting on these songs forever. I know I'm going to regret it. Um, it's not necessarily in the budget to make an EP, but I just, you know, it's just one of those things that you do because you love it and you 
you just can't say no to. And so we spent the better half of 2018, like the second half, just getting ready for, you know, recording and, and a release. It's, uh, it's, it seems like, you know, as I'm watching the prominence of Fox and Bones, you know, and I'm going back and, uh, you know, villain or something will come up. Uh, maybe it's me came up recently in my shuffle playlist. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I love that Sarah Wild stuff. <laughs> and what's really cool about Underworld is I think uh, you're at the place sonically um, with your sound that for me as a fan, when you were evolving and changing into this heavier sound, I was like, it would be so dope if Sarah did a record like and that's what you've released. That's what's going to be out. Um, quick reminder for folks, you can pre-save this thing on Spotify right now. Yes. Uh, so tell them how they can do that if they have a Spotify account. Yes. So um, this really helps us out. Um, you'll get a free download of Finger Bam, which is unreleased as of right now. Um, and if you go to um, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see... Um, Somewhere on there, it's a show.co link. And so it'll say, get a free download if you pre-save Underworld. Um, also on my Instagram, that might even be easier if you go at I am Sarah Wild. It's the link on my main page. Um, you just go there and all you do is click pre-save. It'll have you log into Spotify. And basically what it means is you'll get the download right away and then you'll get the whole EP in your Spotify library the moment it goes live. Um, and it actually helps us out quite a bit because uh, this is how Spotify kind of deems who's worthy for being placed on a play playlist. And so the more pre-saves you have, the more likely it is you'll be placed on one of their playlists, which just gets more uh, eyes on your songs and stuff. And so that's a big goal of ours. And so if you if you are wanting to support the podcast in an easy and free way that just takes a second, uh, I really appreciate people going on there and pre-saving this thing. It's super easy. Yeah, I did it today from from Facebook. It links you right there. Um, easy if you're on your smartphone, works on your desktop as well. Mm -hmm. um, but like Sarah said, it's going to, not only will you get access to Finger Bam right now, as soon as it's available early in the morning of the 11th, I'm assuming it will magically appear on your phone. Uh, so set your alarm early, get up and listen to the record before you head to the show. Um, I'll get you pumped for the day. It will. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so I, I can see the tracks in front of me right now. I'm so tempted <laughs> to dive into those. Uh, we will do that in the second hour. Next up on the playlist, we have a track called Medicine Man by Dorothy. There's a couple songs from uh, her tonight on the playlist. This is a really cool one. And uh, it's got kind of like a grindhouse blues vibe for me. Uh, why'd this make the playlist for you? Uh, so, I, okay, so I've been doing some, I, first of all, I just love this song, but it, of Dorothy's songs, it's the one that has the most like resonance for how I started with music. Um, because I've kind of been reflecting, you know, some people know that I started my, I started writing music when I was, uh, in South America, I had just quit my job. I was traveling solo and just trying to figure out what I was going to do next. That's where the music kind of came to me. But what people don't know is that, um, I did an ayahuasca journey while I was in Colombia, which I, it was about six months into my trip. So it was towards the end. Um, and I had started writing by this point, but I hadn't had the confidence to show anyone. And I certainly didn't think that's what I was going to be doing. And this ayahuasca trip was really intense and it was very clearing and cleansing. Um, and I remember at the end, like asking my guides, like, what am I supposed to do next? And they were just like, you'll know when you see it. And two weeks later I played a song that I wrote for somebody else for the very first time and she loved it. And that like catapulted me into writing more and really, and so like 
she talked, you know, Dorothy talks a lot about this medicine man song about, she also had a similar journey somewhere in Central America. Mm. Um, and it was a tobacco ceremony, but she also like had this amazing experience and like saw what she was supposed to do. And so, um, I feel like our journeys are very similar in that sense. And, uh, what's really cool about this song right now is that I participated in a combo ceremony this morning, which is a, a frog, uh, toxin that it's like on their backs and you, um, basically you like burn your skin, you put it on there and then it makes you purge like all your demons out. And so <laughs> I've done this twice in the last week and I have one more to do, but it's crazy that it was today. And I, I feel like it's clearing a new like space in me for the next step of like my journey in music. And so it's, um, just the, the shamanic feel to the song and like the presence of shamanism in my life uh, have really, really matched up. And, uh, it's been a really important part of my journey as a musician. So that's super cool. I didn't know that about Dorothy, uh, that, and that's something when we first met, uh, I was talking to you before we went on there almost three years ago, I know it was February of 2016. You, you, uh, were getting ready to perform on the air, uh, the evening we met and, and you pulled your guitar out and I was like, Oh, there's sacred geometry. Is it the, f uh, flower of life? Flower of life. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Which mm -hmm. obviously makes sense now. It may be connected bonded to the, over that quite yeah, a bit. I it, love it. <laughs> I knew right away. I was in the presence of somebody that was searching, uh, for goodness. And, uh, it sounds Always. like Dorothy's done that too. It's really cool. I didn't know that this was uh, about that. I'm going to view it in a totally new way. Uh, totally. this is medicine man by Dorothy and influence of Sarah Wilde here on sounds of PDX. Rival Sons here on Portland Radio Project, an influence of Sarah Wilde. She is my special guest tonight. Uh, that band is just mind-blowing. Oh, my God, they're so epic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot to tell you, I did look. We were talking about their return to Portland. They're coming back in April. They'll be playing the Wonder Ballroom, so stay oh, okay. tuned. We'll get you more information as that uh, comes around the corner. That's where they were three years ago yeah. Uh, when you saw them. And we were talking about this right before the show um, that, you know, the first time I came on the show, it was Mets, Ryan and Collins. And in the first hour, me in the second hour, we were promoting a show that we had coming up at the Doug Fur, And that was the first time that we'd met. And uh, you mentioned that, that they were headed to the rival sons show after. And I was like, so was I. And what's crazy is that my partner in Fox and bones, Scott Gilmore uh, was the one that invited me to that show. So that was also the first time I met you was also the first night I ever saw rival sons. And uh, it was such an epic, epic, epic show. And, you know, as musicians with playing as much as we do, we don't get to go to a lot of concerts. And so uh, we might just try to prioritize that April show because we'll be back from tour just in time. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to miss it, folks. If you haven't seen them live, uh, oh, do not so miss good. it. I uh, want to give a quick shout out to um, my sis, Carol Maxwell, on the talk board. She said that mm -hmm. she was looking forward to this. She always says hello. And you can, too, by going to PRP.FM. Uh, say hello on our talk board there on the right, or if you're streaming us via the mobile app, you can interact from there or tweet us at PDX Radio Project. Uh, I've got Sarah Wilde on the show tonight. Uh, we were just talking about great high energy live shows. What were some of the, the most recent live shows that you've seen? Uh, that you really dig national or local will work? Oh man, that's a great question. Cause we haven't, um, the last <laughs> year has really been like, we only see mu musicians when they're playing with us on the same stage. Um, and we have seen a lot of great acts because of that, which has been awesome. Yeah. Um, but the most memorable recent show that I saw was probably two years ago. Now it was Dorothy, of course. Um, 
And that was that was epic. It was at the Doug Fur. It was epic because of just how much I loved her. I, I bought the VIP package and I met the band beforehand and I had the whole like concert experience. And, and that's really like the last concert, you know, big concert experience I've had that I wasn't a part of. Um, and then uh, as far as ones that we were a part of, we opened with Fox and Bones, opened for Christopher Worth, um, like it must've been a year ago now at the Doug Fur, And he played with his full band and released his new album, which is amazing. So good. Um, and it was one of my favorite times seeing him because he's always great live, but then with the horns and with the, you know, and just knowing how like epic the record is and then seeing it live was so awesome. Yeah, so. he creates a an atmosphere on stage that, he, I mean, he just, he has that thing that you can't fake, you know. Yeah, he's, he's just got it. He, yeah. he does. <laughs> uh, and you know, your, your live performance has always been really cool. It's evolved in a lot of different ways. Um, the last time I saw you at Secret Society, um, every, everything looked killer. Band looked sharp. You were on point. A lot of high energy, and you've you've been blessed to play some really great rooms in town for, I mean, there's people that have been playing in town for years that haven't played some of the rooms you have, uh, you know, obviously dug for rooms like that. Do you have any on your wish list that you haven't played as Sarah Wilde yet? You know, um, I, I mean, obviously the bigger ones, like I'd love to play the Wonder Ballroom um, or even the Crystal Ballroom and like anywhere that we could really, really rock it out. Um, but the Doug fur was kind of my big, like and I, that one happened early. I would love to do the Doug fur again now that we have this different vibe. Um, but yeah, I, uh, that was still a great show. It was, yeah, <laughs> it, it was, that was one of my, that first Doug fur show was, was one of my favorites. And, um, it really like solidified me as a performer, I think, or at least how I felt. Um, because ever since then performing the performance aspect is like the, part I love about Sarah Wilde the most, I think. And it's the one thing that's like always keeps me going. If I'm like, ah, I have too many things on my plate. Like, do I need to give this up? And it's like, no, cause I don't get to do that anywhere else. I don't get to just like throw my body around stage and wear a superhero <laughs> costume. Like kick into the audience. Yeah. I just need that, you know? So yeah. Dante's of course I've played Dante's, but that's, that actually probably is my favorite rock venue to play. It, it's so yeah. cool. Dante's has a wonderful vibe. Yeah. For me, Dante's and then, I kind of look at the Hawthorne as its big brother, you know, same yeah, amount of so grit, a little yeah. higher ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I could get down with the Hawthorne too. Yeah, I've that's seen a, a lot room. of like the my 2000s emo punk uh, phase bands there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of metal bands roll through there too. Believe yeah. it or not, Slayer played there. Uh, within really? the last five years. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Dorothy Pretty played wild. there the last time she came through town and um, the Star Theater would be fun too, or the Roseland. Those yeah. would be good. Good. I'm like thinking of gig more and more. I'm like, oh, I would take, I'd take a gig there. 2019 <laughs> wish list. Why not? Seriously. Uh, let's talk about another really stellar female artist. Bishop Briggs has been high on my priority list and in my rotation for a couple of years now. You brought in the song for us to check out, uh, The Way I Do. Um, I think this is off of not her latest, but the record before. Mm -hmm. A really great song. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I, I like Bishop. Um, it was kind of cool. She just kind of came out of nowhere. And you know, when somebody comes out of nowhere, there was like a lot of planning and the record label just really was like strategic about, you know, unleashing this artist, but she's just so unique in her style and like in her social media, she's got this really interesting vibe. Um, but also just a, such a soulful voice. And, uh, this song just speaks to me. I just love it. I kind of feel if you've seen her perform live, this may 
resonate with you. But I feel like she is an amalgamation of like Amy Winehouse and Gwen Stefani. Uh, yeah. I mean? She's got the high energy old soul. Uh, I always looked at Gwen as, you know, a SoCal girl. There's something about Bishop Briggs that there's there's a, a timelessness to her tunes that I love. Uh, this is another really great single. I'm so glad she made the playlist tonight. An influence of Sarah Wilde, my special guest. This is Bishop Briggs here on PRP. Mark Broussard here on Portland Radio Project. Did I say that right? I think so. Sarah, okay. Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> like it looks like Stone Gossard, but B-R-O in front of that. Uh, that is a cool song. Uh, oh, big, so cool. I love those big Tom hits. Really old, like it's got the, the New Orleans Delta feel to that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew about Mark until... I either talked to you or Scott um, one time you brought him in for an influence. Really cool artist. Why'd you put that one on the list for tonight? Um, I think that this this whole like Delta Blues vibe is like what has influenced a lot of Underworld. And while we didn't really go in a totally blues direction with Underworld, at least a lot of the songs, like I, I, I really am inspired by the just like the soul and the grit and like the dirtiness of it and um i was introduced to the song by one of our fans from fox and bones uh and i was just like how have i not heard this this is so cool um and i will i also want to give a shout out to christopher worth again because i should have put uh, this song on the playlist as well and it just came to me while i was listening to that christopher worth song bayou or down on the bio i can't remember the exact title but it's on his new album it's got that vibe too and he's got those vocal things that he can do and uh it just like that stuff Style of music. I don't know, man. We were just talking about past life stuff and like there's something about it that speaks to me and I don't have it. I don't know if I have the skill or the talent <laughs> in that specific area, but it just feel, it like feels like home for some reason. And so did you listen to like any gospel or, or blues where your folks, cause I know your no. folks listen to like, you know, popular rock of the day, yeah, you know, talking heads and things like that. But I mean, that's what's so crazy is that like, I was not raised on this stuff and that's why I feel like a little bit of an imposter, like loving it so much, but it's just something that like, once I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That like, where has this been? And I mean, the closest, I mean, we, I listened to a lot of Bonnie Raitt. I, that's probably the closest we got to blues in my house, but uh, yeah, the, the blues, real true, like Delta blues have been like a real influence to me in both of my projects, even though that's not at all our genre. It is the the root of rock and roll in, totally. in the U.S. I mean, all those I don't have to give everyone a lesson out there, but if you don't know, the Yardbirds from the UK were extremely influenced by American rock, and there's three really great guitarists who happen to play in the Yardbirds. Uh, You've got Jeff Beck, you've got Jimmy Page, and Eric Clapton, Mm, all game changers that went out and did what we know as, you know, popular rock and roll or or classic rock now, and now those Delta Cats were doing it. Uh, Muddy Waters, you know, John Lee Hooker, Howlin' Wolf, all that stuff. I I didn't really get what was going on until the late 90s when I was turned on to Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then I started looking back at his influences like, this is just amazing, Uh, and had the opportunity to to see uh, Johnny Winter a couple of years before he died, a, a Delta Blues legend that did a lot of really cool slide stuff. Awesome. Um, 
So what is it with you? Because you've gone from a singer-songwriter um, with the Sarah V. Tort Project, Wild Heart Gypsy Soul. You've evolved into, uh, I don't know, the, like you said, that in-between stuff with Villain and some Country of those singers. rock, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for real. But I just think that even though <laughs> this step, and I'm warning folks, it's a heavy step <laughs> in the <laughs> underworld, it's still really natural. And I think that comes with being open, like you said. You shouldn't feel, you know, like uh, I don't, I can't remember what word you said, but you shouldn't feel like a farce for not listening to gospel or Delta blues early on, because we do live in such a fortunate time that we have access to all this stuff. I mean, we're the totally. luckiest music listeners and musicians that have ever been on the planet. Um, so, what's some advice to some folks who may be holding on to some of those old stigmas of I don't want to listen to X Y Z genre because, I mean, at least for me my personal growth as a musician and, and even just a fan didn't open up until I was like, all right, I'm going to just dive into this genre and, and dip in. You've done the same thing, obviously. What's some advice to some fans out there that they can kind of stretch those muscles? You know, um, <laughs> this is actually very recent advice because my, I, I don't, I haven't like listened to the radio in a while because we finally got like a way to play my phone in the car. <laughs> but, um, we were stuck on Mount hood a week ago coming home from a show in bend and we were stuck there for like five hours and all of our phones were dead. My phone, like we couldn't charge in the car. So we we're just like flipping through the radio and we just ended up landing on this jazz station and listening to it the entire time. And I've never been into jazz at all, but I just, and now it's been on in my car because it's like great driving music. And mm. I'm like hearing so many things that I like today. I heard this jazz cover of um, Hey Jude, which is one of my favorite Beatles songs. And I was like, just jamming. I was like, this is <laughs> awesome. I've been missing out on this whole and classical music is the other one. Like I've yeah. been just like putting it on here and there. And I always was like, ugh, that's for adults, you know? <laughs> um, and I think it's just kind of a matter of like, I mean, maybe you're in a situation and you're just forced to, or like, you just, I think you got to sit with it. You know, I think that's the key. Like I'm really fickle with music. And if somebody like, if I hear about a new artist and I listen to a song and it doesn't catch me within the first minute then I'm like, eh, I've like given up on that artist forever, you know? <laughs> and, um, the way that I discover most of my music is by having a playlist playing in the background and then like instead of focusing on needing it to be good right away, I just kind of like let it play in the background and then I'll like start to be like, oh, I like that or, oh, you know. And so I think just giving like giving it space and time, like putting on something new and then and letting it play in the background and not being so focused on like, do I like this or not? Because you could come back around to something, too, that like I've a lot of that. I mean, we were just talking about um, no doubt and you know, mm. uh, me being in this tragic kingdom project, um, tribute band. And I don't, I wouldn't have ever like said I was a no doubt fan. I mean, I liked some of their stuff cause I was really young. I liked some of the singles, but I wasn't like a huge fan. And now going back and like really sitting with these songs, I'm like, Oh no, this is awesome. And Gwen is awesome. And it's like, what a fun band. And, um, so yeah, I think, I think just giving things a second chance sometimes, you know, especially if like people are like, this is so good. And you're like, eh, you're like, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something to other people thinking it's good. Even if you don't agree with them on their music tastes, like it's a good way to like open your mind, I guess. Yeah. I think there's something there, uh, you know, in every genre that, like you said, if you sit with it and let it play in the background, we used to have these really nice road maps, which were called albums. And you could say, okay, I'm going to listen to this thing three or four times. But now with, um, you know, Spotify playlist, it is tough to be like passing judgment early on an artist where you could just not really dig that track. Uh, th right. th that's good advice. And I will say, folks, like, do yourself a favor. 
pay for a streaming service. The artists you listen to get more money when you do that. But you also have access to uh, manipulate playlists. You get better algorithms. There's just so many things you can do with whatever streaming service. Uh, get the premium account. It helps the artists. Uh, more information on that, too, because they just passed the bill last year through the Senate, the, the Fair Pay for Artists Act. It's going to mm -hmm. be uh, taking place, I think, July 1st. Um, Ooh, but they're doing back pay for artists who were umbrellaed into this. Anything released in 2018 and on will be awesome. uh, bonus paid. So good news for music fans and also musicians. Uh, back to the PDX Spotlight playlist, Kaleo, uh, with the song No Good. I wasn't familiar with this track. It's really great. Oh my gosh, they're so awesome. They're another one. The, the song that um, kind of hit the charts was, um, can't, uh, no, uh, oh my God, now I'm blanking, but like people know it. It's It was a big song and I, Loved that song, but I really got like a it's because it's kind of a little bit ba more ballady. Um, and when I listened to the whole album, I was like, oh, there's so many gems there. Um, they're a rock band from Iceland and there's so many just like blues rock gems. I mean, they sound like they're from the States with this like blues vibe, but they're Icelandic and it's crazy to me. Um, and actually one of the songs on in the album is in their native tongue, which is really kind of a crazy so cool like it goes from one to the next and you're like is this even the same like <laughs> genre i don't know what's going on um and the whole album the one that i wanted to put on there too was um this one called i can't go on without you but it's a really long song um but it's just this like bluesy deep dark jam and uh and no good is kind of their like upbeat like you know rock out while you're driving with the windows down track. And I, I just love it. You're so right. Having only heard this a couple times getting ready for the show, I would have never guessed that they were from Iceland. Obviously, I think of Sigurros and Bjork when I hear of Iceland. Totally, yeah. uh, not this. Well, this is Kaleo, an influence of Sarah Wilde. She's going to be with me until 9 p.m. Coming up in the second hour, we've got the entirety of her Underworld EP that's available this Friday. We've got the radio debut of that. We're going to be giving away a signed copy. But coming up after this, we're going to be giving away tickets to the 2019 Portland Folk Festival, which takes place on February 1st at Mission Theater. So stick around for that. This is No Good by Kaleo here on Sounds of PDX. The song is Iron Sky. The artist is... Polio Nutini, is that correct? Paolo, Paolo, Paolo Nutini, yeah. Uh, Italian gentleman? I think so. I guess I've never looked into his background. He could be like Portuguese or Spanish or... Touche. Shows what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say his name. <laughs> that is an influence of Sarah Wilde. She's been hanging out with me tonight on the show. Iron Sky, that's gorgeous. Like oh my God, that's huge, such an epic. Yeah, like 60s uh, orchestral outro. Uh, why'd that one make the list tonight? You know... Um, I think Scott, well, I, I had been introduced to Paolo Nutini a long, long time ago. My sister had, had listened to some of his early stuff um, and then didn't really like continue listening to him. And then it was another one that Scott brought in um, to my life. And that, that album specifically, Caustic Love, we've listened to a lot on the road and at parties. And it's, it's front to back, a really amazing album, especially like really the first half of the album I, I love. Um, and that song just like, th the rest of the songs are this, uh, kind of got this like soul R&B vibe to them and they're upbeat and they're fun to sing along with. And then that song comes along and you're just like, whoa, this guy has some stuff to say. This guy like can really just like sing you a, a epic this epic, I don't know, it's just epic. Yeah. And then the, he's got that, 
that um, interlude where I think it's Charlie Chaplin is speaking and he's like, uh, we're not men, you're machines. And it's just like this, like he's like speaking with the music behind it. And it just feels like it feels like a spiritual experience, just like really digging into that song. And so I, what I love about that song is the drummer's restraint, because you can feel like that tempo choice is so brilliant, but to stay in that pocket, that's what builds that tension. Totally. I think it's such a great songwriting technique. Uh, you know, is there anything that, that has stuck out to you that you kind of find is, is your go-to? I know I can go to this spot and do this thing and a song will come to pass. Is there anything you did particularly for the new EP that you're like, yeah, a lot of these songs came out of this exercise? You know, um, for the songs that I had kind of initially brought the idea of, um, you know, I like always write, like writing in a minor key. Um, there's like certain, um, just like strumming patterns and stuff that I kind of always come back to. Um, but I don't really have a, a really a writing style. And I think that's what makes writing sometimes a little difficult for me. Cause I'll sit down like, I don't really know how to start. Like <laughs> I do best when I just have a, a melody in my head and then I try to figure it out since I'm not really a guitarist, I wouldn't consider myself like a great guitarist. Um, you know, the guitar part just kind of like lumbers along after <laughs> my melody a lot of times. And so, um, so yeah, it's, it, I think that's why with Underworld, like actually writing this whole album with the band and like really getting them in on the process and um, allowing them to bring their own flavor into it uh, really made it what it was. And uh, they're all the guys in the band are really good at all different things and different genres. And, and Jano really took all these like hodgepodge things that everyone was doing that were really cool and like made them make sense together. And that, um, it was really a lesson in, for me to see like more, be more strategic or look at songs more strategically. Cause for me, it's all melody and lyrics like that. That's yeah. always just been my focus and to figure out, you know, that certain productions and certain, um, you know, certain styles, certain riffs, uh, certain tempos, like really change the vibe of a song. Um, I just never, never was thinking about that kind of stuff. And so this record opened my eyes to some of that. There's a danger in knowing too much because I think that gut feeling is, ah, oh, this just feels right to me because there's folks who can sit in front of monitors and mix a record and tell you everything they do and don't like about it. But that's cool to know that information and, and know what the meters are telling you. But to have that feeling of, oh, this just feels right, I think is what resonates with listeners. And that's where good songs come from. And Underworld is packed with uh, a lot of memorable uh, melodies. I had heard Finger Bam live before, and I would heard um, Weather Them Bones before, I think, live. You used to just call it Them Bones, right? Uh, it's been Weather Them Bones, okay. but I could see how weather got lost in the sound of <laughs> <laughs> the show. <laughs> but all of these, uh, I remember immediately when this EP started, uh, when I got it, immediately remembered the melody from finger bam. It came back to me before the chorus because it was, it stuck out to me from your live performances. I think that's one, I don't want to say trick you have up your sleeve, but you do consistently, no matter what you write, it's memorable stuff, whether it's the Fox and bones, the early Sarah V toward, and obviously now with Sarah wild. Um, I'm, I'm just a big fan of, of your melodic choices. Thank you. Uh, so excited to play those for everybody coming up here before we do that though, we teased it just a bit ago. What do you say we give away some tickets to the Portland Folk Fest? Yeah, let's do it. Um, this is kind of a fun thing because because the Sarah Wilde show is free and I definitely urge you to please come and 
you know, take advantage of that. Um, I was like, I can't really give tickets away to my own show. And Scott was like, <laughs> you're supposed to be giving away folk fest tickets. And so <laughs> it works out great. Um, and so I know that what we've been playing tonight isn't really in the folk realm, but, um, it's an awesome festival that we're, it's our second year. Um, last year we did it at the white Eagle sold it out. You know, it was amazing. We had, it was one day this year, we've expanded to a bigger venue and two days and we've got 20 artists and a bunch of sponsors and there's going to be a raffle each night. Um, and so these tickets specifically are for Friday night of the festival. Um, and so if you win the Friday tickets and you love it, you can always come back on Saturday uh, and pay to get in. But these are specifically uh, two tickets for Friday uh, February 1st at the Mission Theater. That is fantastic. So this is the 2019 Portland Folk Festival uh, on February 1st, Mission Theater, and also February 2nd, a two-night engagement. Now, we are having some tech issues with the text to win. So what I'm going to do is anyone that can email me before 8.30, you can send an email to luke at prp.fm. You can also send music requests to me there. Uh, I get those from my listeners every once in a while. But send me an email in the subject line. Just put 2019 Portland Folk Festival. And uh, the first person who does that, I'm going to check my email and confirm that on the air before we leave tonight. And then uh, coming up after 8.30, we've got a chance to win an autographed copy of Sarah Wilde's Underworld EP. Uh, That is, well, if if you want to drop by the station and get it if you're in town, you'll be able to get it before the release. Would you like me to hold on to it before it's available to the world or can they sneak by tomorrow and snag it? They can sneak by and get it. Okay, cool, cool opportunity. We want to incentivize people here. (laughs) I dig it. So be the envy of all your music friends here in Portland. Get Underworld by Sarah Wilde early. Again, we've got a text or a a giveaway for that in the next segment here. Uh, But if you want to win tickets to the Portland Folk Fest, again, that is two tickets to the Friday night show in February 1st at Mission Theater. Just email me at uh, luke at prp.fm with the subject line Uh, 2019 Portland Folk Fest. Uh, Next up on our playlist as we await those emails that come in, uh, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown, a really cool backup band name, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Lipstick Wonder Woman. Great title, cool song. Why is this on our playlist tonight? This is one of those songs that I discovered from just listening to a playlist in the background. I can't remember which one it was, but it was like a lot of these type, you know, it probably was off of Dorothy or Kaleo or one of those bands that I really listened to a lot. And I heard the song and I was just like, yes, this is awesome. And uh, I don't know much more about the band. I haven't listened to a lot of their other stuff. Uh, I know they're from Nashville. And uh, yeah, this, this song is just fun. And it's got all the things that I love in a rock song. Cool guitar tones right up front. I was immediately hooked by that. Yeah, this is a really good selection. Great track and influence of Sarah Wilde. She's been my uh, special guest all night. She's going to be with me until 9 p.m. This is Tyler Bryant and The Shakedown with Lipstick Wonder Woman here on Portland Radio Project. Great track from Just People. That's an influence of Sarah Wilde. That was her track, Forge. That thing's a couple years old now. I can't believe it. I know. It's so crazy. Um, I That song is an influence for many reasons, partly because, you know, of course, my boyfriend is the lead singer of that <laughs> band. Um, but that's just by far one of my favorite songs. And that's saying a lot because I really, truly like all of their songs, not just because he's my boyfriend. Um, that song though, just really, just really gets me. And it was an honor that he asked me to do the backing vocals on that. And so I get to sing it with them when they play it live. And it just like makes me so happy. It's just such an epic song. And, and Scott really just does a great job performing it. 
Yeah, the, the, they uh, always knock it out of the park. Monolith was so good, and then oh, so good. came out with Forge. Keep the fire burning most recently. Uh, anything they put out, I'm a fan of. Uh, speaking of being a fan of artists, Citizen Cope, who uh, I just adore and have for over a decade. I was so happy to see that uh, his song, Sun's Gonna Rise, made it to the playlist. A lot of great songs on that record. Why in that oh, one particular? Yeah. You know, um, as I was thinking about, like, influences and, like, not going too far back in time, um, I had remembered, like, how profound of an impact Citizen Cope had on me. I was listening to him. I was, I got into it a little late. That record I discovered in like 2008. And I remember it was just like the summer soundtrack and just, Mm -hmm. it just like got me in that right mood. And, uh, yeah. And so I've been, um, one of his songs, it wasn't this one that we just played, but one of his songs like was stuck in my head a couple months ago. And I was like, I love that chord progression. I'm going to try to write something in that vein. And so it's kind of like a, a recent, um, resurgence for me with like listening back to that citizen cope stuff and just being like this, it just has, you know, we were saying it has this, it's got that like R and B hip hop vibe to it, but it's got a little bluesiness and there's a grit to his voice that I know instantly when I hear it. And, um, it's just, yeah, he's just, he's just great. And I I honestly have no idea what he's doing now or if he's still releasing stuff. Uh, I just know that that album was amazing. Yeah. That (laughs) it, for me, that's, I mean, every song on that project is, is stellar. Uh, again, I was so happy to see that. I was like, yeah, yeah Citizen Cope's on the show. I <laughs> uh, want to go over to the talk board real quick, give a quick shout out. Uh, I want to say hello to Ben Hooks. He says, hey, Luke. Hey, Sarah. Uh, hey, thanks for listening tonight. Uh, another user also said to check out David Jacobs' strain for a rock and take on old blues. He is an Oregonian. You said that you saw him uh, play with Christopher Worth. Yeah? I did, yeah. And great. then uh, you got a shout out. Greetings from Seattle, from GVAVAL. F and AF rumors has it. That's your tribe up there. Yeah, that's yeah. That's my whole family right there. They're probably all in one room listening together, which is great. I wish I could be there. I'm glad they're listening. Yeah. (laughs) We appreciate you streaming for or listening wherever you're at. Uh, Sarah and I are here celebrating the release of the Underworld EP. We're going to dive into it right now. Um, This first song, Finger Bam. I absolutely love uh, the groove and the vocal treatment. I, I listened to this song three times before going on to the rest of the tracks because I just love um, everything that Jeannot did with your vocals on this. Um, and just a quick reminder, once you go pre-save this on uh, Spotify, this is the uh, the track that you'll have access to right away, right? Yes, yeah. And as a reminder, you can't pre-save directly to, through Spotify, but you can, it's the link on my Instagram page at I am Sarah Wild, and I've also posted it a bunch on my Sarah Wild Facebook page, so there are ways to find that link to pre-save. Um, this song uh, is kind of the the big like rock hit, I guess, of the album. And um, the riff was written by Sean Woodcock, my guitarist. He brought this to the band, and I was like, "That's awesome! Uh, I want that. Can I have that?" What and a great so, addition to your project, by the oh, way. Yeah. Ever since he's been in the band, it's it's a whole new level. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. He just has such a unique way of playing um, that I really wanted to capture. And and Jano did a great job of tastefully capturing his style on this record. Um, and Finger Bam, uh, actually we ended up having to record a half step up because <laughs> I was li- like live, my vocals would get lost cause it was too low. And so that like tiny transformation made a huge difference in the outcome of this song and how the vocals sound. So I'm really stoked. Well, we're going to give some more props to, uh, Jano 
Lewis Roland, who produced and recorded this thing. I want to dive into, obviously, all that stuff. We'll give a shout-out to the players. And coming up, you will have your chance to win a signed copy of Underworld. Uh, due out to the public on uh, Friday, January 11th, but you can get your advanced copy from us here at Portland Radio Project. It will be available tomorrow morning if you want to swing by and get it. This is the first track called Finger Bam. I hope you enjoy it. Dig in because uh, it's going to be a good evening.
face with lies and deceit. is brand new music from Sarah Wilde. Sound the alarm from her Underworld six-track EP that's due out this Friday, uh, January 11th. The dual guitar work in that is super great. A super great melody once again. That's a really anthemic uh, tune. What, what inspired this one? So uh, this song was very much inspired by all of the stuff that's come out over the last couple years with the Me Too movement and just kind of this like this, you know, really starting to poke holes in the patriarchy. Um, And, you know, while I myself am not a a survivor or a victim of, you know, sexual violence or anything, um, I feel like I know so many women that 
have been. And it's shocking to me that like, actually the majority of women have dealt with some sort of assault in that direction. Of course, all of us have dealt with some sort of harassment and even, even just beyond that, just, you know, being kind of victims of the system or oppressed by the system in a way, like the journey of the, the American woman is really an interesting one. Um, and you know, I, I, find myself kind of going back and forth with the actual, like calling myself a feminist. Cause there's so many, like it can be an F word, you know? Um, but in the sense that I, you know, I believe in equality for women and I believe that, um, you know, that, that these systems that have been in place for so long, like need to start breaking down and, and it's time for a different way of looking at the world and, and more feminine energy. And so this song was kind of like a call out to the system and it's like, Hey, I see you, I see what you're doing. I'm not falling for this anymore. I'm not playing your game. Um, and, and it's kind of a call to arms for, for anyone, you're not even just women, but anybody who feels that they've been oppressed. It's like, Hey, let's band together and we can make change. If we all, you know, we, we call the, we sound the alarm on these people and we come together and be unified. And I think, you know, politically, that's one of the, um, the biggest issues that we're having right now is this, like everyone's fighting about everything and they don't, we don't, we're like, it's just fighting with each other over politics is just a distraction of like, they're like, okay, they're all distracted now. So we're going to like continue with our agenda and we'll, we're all just going to be like fighting about, you know, these little things and they're not little, but if we could all come together on some of these issues that are just like basic human rights and necessities. And I think most people actually do want that no matter their political affiliation. Sure. Like we could really make some amazing change and start to take down and, and poke holes in this, in the powers that be. And so, you know, it's, it felt like the perfect song too for Sarah Wilde because part of the changeover to Sarah Wilde was me being this superhero character and like fighting for the forgotten and, and fighting for, you know, like fighting my own darkness, but also the darkness in the world. And so this kind of is the Sarah Wilde anthem of being hmm. like, this is what I stand for as Sarah Wilde as this character. And like, you know, and now it's like, come with me and join me on this journey because, you know, I, I may not be the perfect leader and I have the whole album kind of describes my journey through my own darkness and figuring out, you know, what, um, like what serves me and what doesn't. Um, so I know that I'm not perfect and I, I certainly don't, uh, claim to know, have the answers, but I know that like that connection and, and, um, and unity is the most important thing with making change. And it's genuine too. I think, you know, sometimes an artist will try to make a statement political or social, whatever, and it sounds manufactured or contrived, where you're like, oh, this is obviously a song with a message where this was, you know, track two on this EP fits right in the set. And it's great that you you're true to Sarah Wilde, but the message you're delivering is obviously important. Uh, you're stepping it up on that to deliver these lyrics. You're doing a lyric video with this thing. Mm -hmm. It's coming out sooner. Yeah, I don't have a, an uh, exact release date because, you know, with graphic design and stuff, I want to give them time to make sure it's, you know, A plus quality. But the stills that I've seen so far, I'll be teasing those over the next couple of weeks on social media. Um, and it's basically this like black and white Sin City-esque version of like, me as a superhero, just like knocking down a bunch of like dudes in hats, which was really funny because the hats that these guys are wearing in the video, um, it's all animated, uh, looks just like 
uh, Scott's hat that he always wears. And he was like, is this me? Are you, is this, are you fighting with me? And I was like, maybe. Are you the patriarchy? I don't know. He's like the furthest from the patriarchy you can exactly. get. But <laughs> How do you feel about it, Scott? Yeah. Uh, a couple shout outs on the talk board during that last music block. Uh, Carol said, this is so damn good. I totally agree. Another user on the talk board said, this sounds a lot like a Black Sabbath song. Ooh. Heavy guitar riffs. And Thank I you. totally agree. There's these <laughs> wonderful, well, let's give a shout out to uh, the man behind the curtain, uh, Janot, who uh, recorded the majority of this record at his place. Uh, I think it's called J... JLR Audio. JLR Audio. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, great producer, great engineer. Let's give him some props right now. Yeah, he deserves massive props. And what's awesome is that I feel like Janot and I have grown together in so many ways because he did, he's done all of my records, um, my solo stuff. And so it started with this like, and he's always been a rock guy, but he did a great job on Wild Heart Gypsy Soul, which was country pop. Um, he did a great job on Villain, which was more like country rock. Um, and then when I came to him and told, you know, showed him what my who my influences were for this record and, and to, like really sat down with him to say, this is what I want this record to sound like. He was so stoked because this is in his wheelhouse. And so finally we were like, this relationship we've had for years is now like coming back around to like, we actually had the same like desires and vision all along. And, and he was just, I think, think stoked to be able to take this and run with it. Um, cause I was a, a little more hands off in the sense that I was like, here's the songs. Like I want you to do your magic because I know that he will. And, um, I, I mean, what I, I don't even think like, I thought like the initial like rough tracks that he sent me were like the best thing ever. And then it turned into this and I was like, Oh my God, I just love it so much. And that song specifically, and also weather them bones, he got some vocal performances out of me that I have like notes. I have never hit that. I'm not sure I can recreate on stage, but like he, we really pulled the emotion out and we really pulled the performance aspect out of, of me being in that vocal booth. And I just, I'm just so blown away by like what we were able to do together. The sound is is really good. You as an artist on the record sound extremely comfortable. Nothing sounds forced and it is it's I I saw your music heading in this direction. Like I said, this is just a further step into the realm I wanted you to be in. Yeah. And it sounds like Jano <laughs> saw the same opportunity. Uh like I said, he's I've had the opportunity, like I said, to talk with him over the last few months and he just could not stop bragging about this thing. And now I see why uh, we're all definitely enjoying it. Uh, this is the first uh, run through of the Underworld EP by Sarah Wilde, a radio debut. Uh, you can hear it now first and win your copy. I'll get you the information on that uh, in just a moment. Uh, but tell them once again how they can pre-save this thing on Spotify and get track number one available right now to them. So if you go to my Instagram at I am Sarah Wilde, that's S-A-R-A-H-W-I-L-D. Um, it's the link in my my bio. Uh, also you can go to my, uh, profile on Facebook, Sarah wild. And if you scroll down like one or two, uh, posts, you should see the link. It's show.co is the link. And so if you see that, you'll know it's right. Um, and then literally all you have to do is go there. You press pre-save on the landing page and then it'll have you sign into Spotify. Um, you'll get the track immediately and then you'll get the album in your Spotify playlist. Uh, or sorry, your Spotify library right when it goes live on Friday. Yep, check out your released radar playlist. That's where it will show up. Or you can just go to Sarah's profile on Spotify. If you're not following her there, definitely do so. Uh, check her out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. We're going to be uh, going through the rest of the EP right now. Haunted is the next song. It's track three on this uh, Underworld EP. 
there's a really cool dynamic build. This song to me feels like you're pulling back an arrow for a good half of it. And mm-hmm. when it let go, it's a really, really nice tra- change. What inspired this song? It's, I think, one of your most, it stands alone. It's kind of an original piece. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of the songs, uh, not so much the first two that we just heard, but pretty much the rest of the songs on the album were kind of inspired by like shadow work that I was doing. And so really looking into like my own darkness and like feeling it and trying to understand it and and befriend it. And so it is my journey through the underworld, hence the title. Hmm. Um, And and it kind of forged me into the person that I am now. Um, And this song is kind of about like um, the idea that when you feel like something's watching you or or something's like kind of haunting you, but you realize that it's just like your own inner inner voice, like your own inner negativity or your own inner demons that are kind of like, you know, like always kind of in the back of your mind and and telling you that you're this or that or not good enough or whatever. Um, And so this was kind of like, you know, because sometimes I would wake up in the night, in the middle of the night and feel like, is there a ghost in my room? And I'd be like, no, this is like, this is me. This is all within me. Like, I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I believe in our projection of that, um, that energy that comes from this place within. And so uh, it was really like a kind of a look at like, okay, like I'm haunted by myself and like, what does that feel like? And we, the goal was to make this track as creepy as possible. And I think we did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah. The atmosphere is super great. I love it. Uh, now that I know what it's about, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's really cool. Another great uh, life lesson that you've brought onto this uh, EP. This is Haunted by Sarah Wilde. You're enjoying the radio debut of her Underworld EP available January 11th. Uh, you can also go help cel- Sarah celebrate at the Stardate Tavern. It's a free show this Friday at 9 p.m. with The Strike, uh, the female rock band as well. It's going to be a good time. I'll remind you of that. uh, But let's enjoy it. This is Haunted by Sarah Wilde on Sounds of PDX. There's something wrong here. Something don't belong here. Everything seems in its place But the shadows in doorways It's pitch black in broad daylight Then it's gone without a trace And I'm too scared to look Cause maybe I'll see Something I don't want to see Maybe there's no hope for me Maybe there's no hope for me this ghost She watches me when the night falls She's the thorn in my rose Persephone's prison Before she was risen Wandering the darkness within I prayed for safe harbor
radio debut of Weather Them Bones by Sarah Wilde. That's from the forthcoming Underworld EP available this Friday, but you can get your copy now. Uh, since we are having some issues with our text to win, all I need you to do is send me an email with the subject line, Underworld. Uh, you can send that to me, Luke at PRP.FM with the subject line Underworld. And we're going to get you a signed copy of Underworld by Sarah Wild. I'm, I'm holding the disc right now. I can verify that she did sign it. Uh, I, did. I don't have a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> But uh, you won't need it because you're not going to sell this thing. Uh, this record's really great. Uh, the talk board is blown up. Uh, got another comment. Someone said, amazing show tonight, man. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're an anonymous user and you'd like me to know who you are, just tag your name at the end. Or you can log in via Facebook. Uh, and we are enjoying the hell out of this record, Sarah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the players. Let's give them a shout out. We've, yes. we've touched on a few of them, but a lot of great players on this project. Yep. So uh, Everett Guitar, or <laughs> Everett Guitar, Everett Carlson is my guitar, my lead guitarist. Um, he may as well be Everett Guitar to yeah, me. Um, but he also does all the slide, and it's a cigar box guitar that he he recorded on, and um, it, he was gifted it by a friend, and uh, uh, he's just. I love when he plays it. It makes me so happy. Um, and then Sean Woodcock is my rhythm guitarist, but he's also the one that does all the crazy guitar effects and stuff. He's really good at that. He has his own project called Stargasm, so which good. is awesome. If you like just like really trippy stuff and like long jams, um, he's great. And then Aaron Schur is my bassist and he just holds it down on the bass. He's one of the most entertaining bassists to watch. So <laughs> yes. he alone is incentive to come yep. on Friday. He's so entertaining. Um, and then of course, Ian Garner on drums. He's the newest addition. And I'm so, so grateful to have him because he's just like full of fire. He's fun to be around and he's a great, great drummer and he's very motivated. He's, he's not jaded by the, by the industry. And so, um, I really appreciate working with him. Um, and yeah, and then. I did all the the backing vocals, and so it was. We just kind of kept it within the family for this one. It's it, 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 everyone just played their asses off. I'm I'm blown away with some of these performances. I'm glad you just mentioned uh, the cigar box guitar because next on the playlist is Backcountry Nightmare, and I think it's featured on this track, right? It is. In fact, this was. Everett's riff that he wrote and he actually built out this track at his home studio without any lyrics or melody. He just kind of was jamming on it and he showed it to me and I was like, oh my God, this is everything that I've ever wanted to do. Can I please use this? And so, um, and so we built it out and this song is kind of a different, um, influence for me. I was influenced by a podcast called Alice isn't dead. Hmm. And it's basically this story about this woman who her wife goes missing and she thinks she's dead and then she sees her on the news in like she keeps seeing her like in the background at news stories and so she gets a job at a trucking company and starts um, driving all over the country to try to find her and she kind of stumbles upon this like creepy government conspiracy uh, along the like highways and back roads of America um, and I just was so enthralled by this podcast and so this song is based around that. Oh, that is so cool. And you released a great video early December uh, with our friends Vortex Music Magazine. Let's talk about who shot this video, what the uh, like the concept of it is. It's a really cool uh, reminds me of like the early vibes of uh, from Dust Till Dawn before all the vampires show up. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to like capture that backwoods vibe. And so we wanted to shoot in a ghost town and I did a ton of research to figure out what was the right one, but we ended up shooting mostly in Shanico, Oregon and also in Kent, Oregon. Um, and it just, we wanted to have this ghostly vibe with the players like kind of 
fading in and out. And uh, it was done by uh, Triangles Around Us. And so he's a video production. Um, he does the video. And then Matt Howell was also there helping out with um, video. And he also brought the drone, which there's some cool drone shots with the motorcycle. Yep. I have to shout out my friend Kevin Blackmore, who came out, drove all the way out on his motorcycle just to be in the video for a second and have his cameo. And Good on um, him. it was just a really fun day of shooting and great bonding experience for the band. Beautiful scene. And I'm just so excited about how it turned out because it really captured the essence of this song. Yeah, it's a great video. I think this was the first single off of, uh, it's the only single to come out before the release of the EP, yeah? Yes, yeah. It's the only one that's currently released. And you can listen to that on Spotify now. That's yeah. already Released on December 10th. So just uh, almost a month old. Mm -hmm. wee little baby. Oh, yeah, little baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right on. Here it is. This is Backcountry Nightmare by Sarah Wilde off of the forthcoming Underworld EP. Stick around. We've got one more after this. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and this is Sounds of PDX.
That is Sarah Wild here on Portland Radio Project. We've been enjoying the Underworld EP. Uh, Backcountry Nightmare was a song you just heard. You can see the video by going to uh, Sarah's Facebook page, clicking on the link that uh, Vortex launched, or go to Vortex Music Magazine, and do a little search for Sarah Wild, and that will come up along with all any other uh, shows she has booked, any other related articles. So a uh, big shout-out to Vortex Music Magazine for all they do for the community. That's huge thank you to them for that yeah. premiere, too. They're uh, still, And they were on it. I mm-hmm. tagged them in the in the Facebook post and they put the article on there pros they really are Chris Young knows what he's doing (laughs) love him (laughs) Uh, well we are unfortunately at the end of the show we are going to be spinning the last track Little Devil I want to hear your thoughts on that and then uh, we will set you off into the evening why is this on the the back end of the record and what inspired this track this song is I mean Every song on this record I love. This one is actually by far my favorite. And it has been since the beginning. And it was never my band's favorite because we couldn't figure out how to make it as epic as it needed to be. And Janot made it as epic as it needed to be. And this song is like everything that Underworld stands for as a project. It's like this is basically this like direct line of like just being tempted by the devil and dealing with this dark shadow work and just like going through it no matter what and basically sticking it to the devil and being like, you never got me. Like you tried, you did everything you could and you did not win. And um, for me, it just, I, I just, this is my empowerment song. Like I listen back to this and it reminds me what, the inner strength that I have and no matter whatever else is going on where I think I'm not doing well enough. It's like this song reminds me like, no, you, you have this inner strength that like cannot be extinguished. And, um, I have high hopes for a really, really cool and very witchy music video for this, hopefully in the summer. Um, because this song to me is like the one that I most want to get out there because I just feel like it's the one that needs to be heard the most, even though it's not technically the the hit. And so um, I'm glad that it ends on this because I, I want this to be what people are left with, with Underworld. And I don't want to disagree with the recording artist, but I do think this is a hit. <laughs> when I was listening to this over the last couple of days, the phrase that kept coming back to me is a power ballad. Like this is Sarah Wilde's power ballad. I think in, in its truest form, it's probably the most anthemic thing I've heard you put out. It is anthemic. It's like the the uh, closing credits of a superhero movie type thing, which is what villain was before. But this one, I think, takes it to the next level. And I just, you know, I can just picture it. And and this song, like people listening, this is the one like this is the one that that I want to really, really get out there. This is a wonderful song. The entire EP was was killer. I want to thank you for the opportunity to uh, give the radio debut to our listeners here. Uh, make sure, if you were listening earlier, to go to Sarah's Facebook page, find out how you can pre-save the album, uh, get a get Finger Bam early, get it downloaded to your Spotify list as you sleep early Friday morning. It will appear magically for you. Uh, again, it's always great to have you back on the show. Uh, this record, you all should be extremely proud of this. Thank you. We are, and it's good to be here on almost our three-year anniversary of our friendship. That is so weird. <laughs> I love Time it. flies. <laughs> Time does fly, but I'm. thank you so much for, for having me on and debuting this thing. Of course, it's a perfect way to start 2019. We're going to uh, end the evening with Little Devil by Sarah Wilde. I hope you've enjoyed your time. I'm your host, Luke Neal. And until next time, I'm reminding you to support and discover local music. Hope you all have a great night. been lost in the echoes of stone I let the demon swallow me whole 
a step on me When I was walking down that darkened road I got a League of Legends on my side No, you will never On Portland Radio Project. Let us know about your new favorites at prp.fm.